How are you, Gowie? Yeah, good things, fellas. Morning. Uh, okay, first let's wrap the Phoenix Open. And uh, what did you make of what we saw there last week with Scotty Scheffler, who struggled to hit a fairway, didn't he, in his final round, but just was still too good. And Jason Day, a top five finish. Yeah, good finish for Jace Day. And it was good to see in the back nine, I was watching it closely, um, the type of shots he was trying to hit. And he was executing him. You know, new coach, well, he's had him over a year now, Chris Como. And they were trying to change a lot of things to make sure his body is a lot better through a season. And not that he plays a massive schedule. He'll play 25 events, you know, probably. Yeah, that'll be the max for him. Um, but the shots that he was executing were, were really good. And he was, uh, and they're under the heat. You know, he's trying to get his top 10s and play a lot better. And that was good. Scotty Scheffler, on the other hand, um, it was like an octopus falling out of a tree when you watch him play. It's unbelievable. His arms and legs and things going everywhere. He's a terrible ball striker. Well, not terrible, but he's not a great ball striker. But he's a he's a competitor that just he he just wears you down. Him and him and Jordan Spieth are on. They're very very similar. They haven't got the greatest goal swings. They're not the best ball strikers, but they're the best competitors. And uh, at the end of the day, he's going down the stretch with Nick Taylor, a Canadian who has won, but. Um, you know, really hasn't really contended in big events like that. And, you know, Nick Taylor, for runner-up last week, that was the first elevated event. He made $2.1 million for runner-up. How about that? How about that for failing? You get paid two point one. Too good. Gowie, we've got the Phoenix Open on now, and obviously it was last week, and they've got the party hole. Yep. You know, there at the moment. and I had a couple of mates that went over there and they just said it's the best thing they've ever done. They said it was unbelievable. But, mate, my, my question is, does this happen at any other golf course? And if not, why not? Yeah, it, it does. Well, it sort of changed a bit. This all started in a place called Flint, Michigan, where it was the headquarters of Buick. And they had a little hole there, the 17th, that they... Um, it was only like... A, oh, jeez. It was only probably uh, 130 or 40 metres long. They started it some 30 or 40 years ago. And, oh, I mean, they were the most educated crowd of all time. They, they could tell you, you know, what you had for breakfast, basically, and they'd throw abuse at you. So that's where it all started. And then it transported, firmed into, uh, forward into Phoenix probably 25 years ago or probably, yeah, about that now. You know, the day when Tiger had his holding one there and they went crazy. So that was when he first started playing on tour. So... Uh, it's just grown, and it's an amazing week anyway. So off course that you don't see, across the road there's this big paddock with a massive, massive tent, and it's just party all week. Like, it's Tuesday night there. It's called the Crow's Nest, and your mates would have gone there. Well, actually, I don't know if they would have, because there's a little radar there. If you're of the ugly sort, you can't get in. It's only for good-looking people. <laughs> so they might have got in there. But it's an amazing I did go on the Tuesday night because I had a tour badge and I could yeah. get in, and a bunch of us went to have a look, and it's off the charts. It's I just think that it'd work. Seven. I think at certain tournaments it'd have to work because you just get a different crowd going, wouldn't you? Yeah, it, it does, Loz, to a certain extent. Here in Australia, it's all got to do with population. We, we haven't got enough people, and everybody follows rugby league, cricket, or mm. AFL in this country. So, uh, you know, golf is the red-headed chips stepchild in, in the in the world of golf or the Australian golf. So uh, we, we don't get much chance. But, hey, they're working on it. And, and you know, that's this week we've got the TPC event at, at Bonnie Doon, and, and that's part of starting to see the young kids of today who might be at Phoenix next year or the year after. Well, who do you like in that event this week then? Yeah, it will be a cracking event. Hosted by Brayton Astor. He'll be out there. All the all the Roosters players were out at the Pro-Am yesterday. Uh, actually, interesting enough, Dean Lawson, who won last year, 
uh, on this tour. He shot 59, 13 under in the Pro-Am. I know it's not, you're not in deep competition, but that's still, you know, 59 to 59, uh, that, that was a big score. Uh, Jared Felton won this event last year in a rain-shortened event to Brendan Jones. Michael Hendry won last week uh, for, the, for the men at the Big Open. I like Jake McLeod at 26 bucks. Uh, I've tipped him on this show before. He's a European tour player, Queenslander. That's the only thing I don't like about him. But uh, he, um, he is a hell of a player, and I think it's, it's time for him to shine to then get back overseas and, and uh, get amongst them. And, and another young kid called Austin Batista, who you probably wouldn't have heard of, but he was a junior member at this golf course, and he's a really good player. He's at $34. So um, I've had a little something on both of those. But a good field. It's the men and women that are in the field this week. Grace Kim, this is her last event before she goes and tackles the LPGA after her getting her tour card there last year. So pop out to Bonnie Doon. It starts this morning. Uh, all the way through to uh, Sunday, and the weather looks fantastic. The golf course is, is one of our best in Sydney, so uh, make sure you get out there. And you, you'll see all the young stars. You'll see some of the old blokes out there. Lonan will be there. O'Malley will be there. Brendan Jones, that you don't see much from Canberra, uh, he'll, he'll be there. So uh, pop in and say good day. And you'll see me on course doing commentary, believe it or not, dribbling about the game uh, on Saturday, <laughs> Sunday. Gary, what's this new role for Adam Scott? Yeah, interesting. Uh, the Players Advisory Council. Yeah, Scotty's always stayed away from this sort of stuff. But, uh, you know, with the live stuff going on and now uh, Tiger and, and McElroy pretty much uh, owning the PGA Tour these days, uh, he's been enticed to become the chairman. So he'll be the chairman of the Players Advisory Council, which have got a lot more say now than they've ever had. In all the years of the PGA Tour running the tour, all of a sudden the player the players have the voice. Because if the PGA Tour currently, they have the upper hand on the live tour with the players and the top 19 players in the world uh, now playing this week at the Genesis Open uh, Invitational. Sorry. So uh, it's actually quite an important role. And, uh, you know, Scotty's always been that, you know, the quiet achiever. He just goes and does his business and moves on to the next event or goes home. So uh, for him to take this role, is, uh, is is quite unusual, but I think he'll do a good job. He's a deep thinker. He um, he thinks about it all before he, it comes out of his mouth, and um, I think he'll do a fantastic job. Uh, now, just a question on the or a comment on the text line. Got to ask Gowie about Rain Gibson on the Corn Ferry Tour. Says Night Owl Nev. Yeah, my bad. I didn't actually put him in that. Uh, he fabulous win last week on the Corn Ferry, and he's a guy that's jumped between the PGA Tour and the Corn Ferry for. A number of years now. Uh, I tell you what, his work ethic is as, as good as I've ever seen in the game of golf. He just keeps working at it. You know, during COVID, he played where he could. He he tried his best. He hasn't been home for three or four years now because of COVID. I think he's coming home after that. I, I send the presser, and he's going to come home. And you know, he's got a little tacker these days, and you know, he's juggling you know, life on the Corn Ferry Tour and uh, and home and the kids and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, fabulous. It was awesome to see him win. And, yeah, actually, that's my bad for not uh, mentioning him today. But uh, thanks for that, caller. The great Tiger Woods is back, Gowie. <laughs> yeah. Well, this will be interesting. You know, he's, he's saying all the right things like he has his entire career, that he's here for the W, he's here for the win, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it's a, it's going to be very, very difficult. He, he hasn't really played well around Riviera. He grew up around the area. The golf course is a ball striker's golf course, um, and he's a ball striker. But, you know, you can't – I just can't see him contending. You know, if he makes the cut, that'd be fantastic. He doesn't – he never likes to hear that to make the cut. But this is all in preparation for the Masters. I don't think we'll see him before the Masters if we do – 
um, it'd be unusual because the amount of work he has to do to get ready for one event. He hasn't walked 72 holes in a very, very long time. Uh, 36 holes, you know, in competition was the last time at the Players' Championships. He played in the cart when he played at his event in the Bahamas, all that sort of stuff. So um, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see, but just to have him back is just awesome. You know, they go from that press conference, they normally have around about, oh, you know, 20 to 30 people in the press conference, and they had like 300 packed out in the... Um, uh, in the press conference. They had to have a bigger place uh, to, to hold the press conference. So that's what he brings to the game of golf. Who are you tipping in that tournament? Now, well, this is a cracking event. Like, there's players everywhere that are playing so damn good. And I had to go through back through a bunch of stats. But I'm, I'm hanging tough with Justin Thomas, who I tipped last week. He finished fourth. He sort of didn't get the, like the, you know, the middle part of his you know, uh, week that well. He hit some loose shots here and there, but I think he'll be primed. He's on a, only at 13 bucks. The tab have got it right there. But I've gone a bit wide with the, the roughy this week. Bo Hosler, I have tipped him on this before. He's he's coming of age. He's a really good player. He shot 800 in the final round. He could have shot 12 the way he played. He's at 151 bucks. So I've taken him in a few multis in top five, top 10, top 20. Top 20 is five bucks. So... That's a that's a no-brainer to, to have something on him there. But uh, four Aussies, I reckon Adam Scott is obviously our best player there. He's won round there a couple of times, finished fourth there last year. And, you know, Jay Day's playing well. Kim Davis is back. Herb, uh, Lucas Herbert played well last week, but not... Uh, he made the cut, but uh, didn't contend. But uh, who knows? This is... This is my favourite golf course on the PGA Tour. This is uh, this is a real, real tough, solid golf course. Will you be watching Full Swing on Netflix? Oh, it came out yesterday. So, yeah, I've already watched a little bit of it. I haven't watched all of it, but, uh, yeah, it's been anticipated. There's some really good stuff because the beginning of this show is a bit of they know that Liv's coming, but it's not here yet. So, uh, you know, Poulter's really good in this. They've got... Uh, Joel Damon that you guys wouldn't have heard much about, but Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, McElroy, you get a good side in him, but you don't get any personal stuff behind the scenes stuff with him. It's just all golf. But uh, I haven't spoiled it, but it's uh, yeah, it's the new drive to survive for golf. We needed it because it gets a bit boring, you know, in those early parts of golf. Good on you, Gowie. Have a great weekend, mate. Thanks, fellas. Punt well.